Coming up, get ready to hulk out with your favorite bros from the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition, because we're talking Marvel Superhero Island from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 167 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host with the most, as always, Craig Williams. And today I am joined alongside by my co-host, my pal and my confidant, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Thank you. Hello. I didn't. I was trying to think of something in theme to say, and it well, did not come to me quick enough. When I throw a party and invite everyone I know. Is this a, are you singing a song? Yeah, it's the theme song to the Golden Girls. Which has absolutely nothing to do with Marvel Superhero Island, but it just felt right today. It absolutely did. So, yeah, uh, a couple of weeks back, we talked about Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone and kind of like the surprise of the tickets. A lot of people out there, I guess, want to hear about the theme parks. Weird. Who knew? Who yeah. knew they'd tune into a theme park themed? What do we do? Podcast, uh, podcast shows. <laughs> I couldn't what remember the, the name of it. Talkies. We do all of those. Yeah, I could have swore that people were going to tune in to just hear our jokes and off-color comments, but apparently they tune in for either information or just plain to hear our takes on stuff. And Kids Own popular Kids Own episode was pretty popular. Went over went over very well. So. I figured uh, this is – I can't remember which week it is. I think the third week in in March, and we recently got the, the news that the Avengers Infinity War was being moved up a week. Pushed up a whole freaking week. Yeah, so now it's being released the last week of April instead of the first week of May. And that kind of got me thinking that, well, the Avengers – you know, everyone, Marvel's on everyone's mind all the time. What can Disney do with Marvel? I mean, I'm wearing Marvel? this Black Panther shirt right yeah. now. Kitty. Meow. <laughs> Kitty. Uh, so Marvel's always on people's minds, whether it's the movies or whether it's Disney's future with what what are they going to do with them in the theme parks. And, it, well, you know, that is all up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen yet besides right now Guardians of the Galaxy going into Epcot and all the fun that's happening out on Disneyland. And there's more to come there, too. But uh, we don't have to worry about what Universal is going to do with Marvel in the parks because we already have it right now with Marvel Superhero Island. And so I figured we would take the opportunity to, you know, I don't want to I don't want to say we're going to try to get a little bit of that Avengers buzz going into this. People getting excited for the movie. They might want to watch this first, but that's absolutely what we're doing. Plus, we needed a fun episode to release while we were currently in Rome. So that's also the reason why we're doing this one. But I figured we are going to go through the attractions in Marvel Superhero Island. We've talked about some of them in more in-depth episodes over the past uh, couple of years and such. We've done ride reviews of, of the Incredible Hulk coaster after it went through its refurbishment. We've talked about the amazing adventures of Spider-Man. There's a couple ones we missed in there. 
but just a good time to to remind everyone that there is a lot happening currently at Marvel Superhero Island at Universal uh, at Islands of Adventure. So definitely something if you are a superhero fan, if you're seeing Marvel everywhere, it's about time you get over there and check out Superhero Island. Much more positive things to say about this than Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. I'll just yes, say that. Yes, yes, yes. It contains what is arguably the best and probably my favorite theme park attraction in yes. all theme parks I've ever been to. But this time around, I don't have to ask, do we want to go chronologically or Let's just do entrance-wise, geographically. Yeah. So you come over the bridge. Exactly. So we're going to go through this in the order that if you entered the park and the first thing you were going to go to is Marvel Superhero Island, we're going to talk about it in that regard. So, of course, the thing you're going to want to do is as you are entering Islands of Adventure and you go through Port of Entry, you're going to want to go right. And you're going to go through Seuss Landing and then you're going to go through the Lost Continent and then you're going to go through uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and then you're going to go through Jurassic what Park the- and then you're going to go through Toon Lagoon and then finally you're going to make it to Marvel Superhero Island. Yeah, or you could have just taken a left. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just take a left. Follow that big old roar of the Hulk. So, uh, I will... Uh, uh, just a off comment there. The first time after I got my ID for Universal, finished my training for the day, uh, the just like the standard sit in the classroom and hear about how great Universal is, got my pass, drove around to the parking garage, went straight to Islands of Adventure so I could ride Forbidden Journey since that's where I was going to work. But I didn't, since it was my first time in, I didn't know how to get back there. I could like see where I needed to go. You could see the castle. And I, I want to say I got into the park at like, it must have been like 6.50, and it was closing at 7. Uh, and so, of course, the first time I took the left, which, if you're looking for the fastest way to the Wizarding World, you could get, it is not. <laughs> yeah, you could also get, because there's a lot of turny areas, like in Toon Lagoon, you yeah. could end up taking a right, and then that's a dead end. And then when you get to Jurassic Park, God knows what, what alleyway you could go oh, down in there. That's And that's what happened. Like, I ended up back by uh, Popeye and Bluto's, yeah. because I didn't know to turn left right away. And so... I walked all the way around. So I got like into the line at 6.59, right as it was closing. And it was very stressful. But so for everyone, I was joking about taking the long way around. You're going to want to go straight in and go to the left. And when you go to the left, the first thing you're going to see just towering over everything else, uh, the screams that you hear throughout all of Islands of Adventure like literally you can hear it no matter where you are i mean i i feel like i can hear it at my house if you listen real good and there's no sirens or anything going off no i i absolutely believe that it's the sound travels and that is the sound from the incredible hulk coaster arguably the Mm -hmm. most i i would argue that this is the most intense roller coaster in uh i wouldn't say central florida because uh, SeaWorld has quite a few yeah. really good ones, as well as Bush Gardens. So, Ride Rocket, you don't think is more intense than no. the Hulk? No. Oh, think about the I've, Hulk. I've only done the Hulk. I haven't done Ride Rocket. Well, the Hulk is the Hulk is a very unique attraction. So, we'll just talk about it briefly here. Uh, it's not your standard chain lift roller coaster that you see many other places, uh, like a lot of the Disney parks and stuff. It utilizes a launch system. And so, essentially, you get launched about 150 feet out of this tube 
in, in a when you are helping uh, with Bruce Banner's research on gamma radiation, you essentially get shot out of a tube at I want to say it's it's very fast. I know yeah. the top speed is sixty seven miles an hour. I think you get shot out at forty miles an hour, Jeez. and obviously on the way down after that speed, it speeds up a lot more. But yeah, you get shot out around forty miles an hour straight into a barrel roll right away you loop immediately go down a hill and then go through a series of i i can't remember all the names back when i was a roller coaster junkie i knew all the names of the different inversions but you go through like four loops tycoon over here i that's what i i played that (laughs) so much and everything is keeping me from downloading the mobile version on my (laughs) phone because i know it's just gonna it's just gonna go straight back into that i love that game the hours I probably played that. I remember like at one point in time when I was in like seventh grade, our class trip, uh, our class took a trip to Kennywood and I didn't go. Everyone, (laughs) all my friends and stuff are going to the theme park, going to ride roller coasters, enjoy, enjoy the theme park. And I'm sitting there at home playing roller coaster. tycoon. I've got my own theme park to go to in my digital world. I remember that day because I clogged up the phone line almost all day going on AOL and checking to see if any of my other friends were home so we could instant message back and forth. And on the background, I had Galaxy Quest playing because my mom rented me the VHS. (laughs) That's really, really putting a specific time period on there for it. But uh, that's just one of those. I, I will never lose the memory of that day for some reason. It's probably because I was sitting at home playing Roller Coaster Tycoon while my friends were all out. Yeah, well, fun. the entire school was out <laughs> having fun. But, you know, it's times have changed. So look where I've gone from here, though. But, yeah, you have four loops right away when you're going on The Incredible Hulk. And it speeds up, and then it just continues. It, you, you go through seven loops in that attraction. Uh, it's And part of the problem for me because it is so intense it moves at such different speeds like if i don't sit in the front row in the incredible hulk i will get immensely sick and i don't get yeah, I sick wish I on anything that tip. I, I, it wasn't like i got sick but it did feel like i'd been put in a blender scrambled up and yeah. then been like go ahead work now yeah i've i've been on i think i've been on most of the coasters at bush gardens maybe one or two i didn't hit i still haven't been on um, I haven't been on Kraken since they added the VR, and I haven't Ugh, been on like vomit right there. I haven't been on the other one, the the big one that they built. I need to get over to SeaWorld. It's just I didn't get my annual pass when it was like the buy it and get three months free mm-hmm. back in December. I wish I would have did it then, but I, I'll go back there eventually. But I, I mean, I I've done my fair share of coasters in not only the United States but also specifically in Orlando and Central Florida and the Hulk just it gets to me like nothing else does if I'm not in that front row I get super sick but I I do one thing we should have mentioned right away is Marvel Superhero Island is starting to change a little bit but its roots are actually the comics slash the 90s kind of stylization of the characters from so if you if you are a child of the 80s and you watched like the X-Men and Spider-Man and some of the the different Marvel cartoons out there in the early mid 90s mm-hmm. this is what you're you're going to see when you go to Superhero Island which 
you know, it, it makes sense. It's all right around the park opens up in 99. So it's all, that's all still fresh. That's the designs that they were working with. The movies, the big Marvel cinematic universe hadn't come out yet, but when the Hulk went uh, through its refurbishment a couple of years ago, they did update the look of the character. So it starts to get the – it's getting kind of the vibes now of what you would expect from the, the MCU. It has a little bit more of an edge yeah. to it instead of campy, campy comic characters. And uh, the attraction as a whole, like I, I enjoy it if I'm in the front row again. I don't mean to keep repeating this, but – I think this is an amazing coaster as long as you're in the right seat. It's got the the soundtrack, the original score for it that was scored by uh, Fallout Boy, oh guy, um, the the uh, lead I, one. I, I just was about to say his name and then it fell out. Like it was like yeah. I lost it. Right yeah, when the, said it. The, the Fallout Boy. That's all we'll say. It was it was done by him. Uh, the the queue was redone. It's much shinier, much new, more enclosed. Pete Wentz. Yeah. No, no, that's the bass player. The other one. Uh, <laughs> Joe Troman, Andy Hurley. Patrick Stump. There Patrick it is. Stump. Patrick that's Stump. It. Yes. Patrick Stump's like, the one. I'm forgetting somebody. He's the one who did the music for it. Not all the Fallout Boy, just Patrick Stump. But I, I love the Incredible Hulk coaster. I think it's, it's if you like thrills, you know, you have to be 54 inches to do it. You have to be brave. But... It's a great coaster, great great part of Marvel Superhero Island, and you're just a little baby. But you did it once. I did it the one time. I may never do it again. But it is the signature, like, when people think of Islands of Adventure, I think the first coaster, yeah. I think the first thing that a lot of people think of is the Hulk. Like, it is a, it is their signature yeah. attraction. It, it definitely is now. Back in the, the day, I would have I said it was um, Dragon Challenge. Because that is yeah. everyone knew about dueling yeah, dragons. From, well, I mean, obviously, bring it on, come on. Yeah, bring it on from the Travel Channel, watching all those documentaries and stuff. It was all dueling dragons, but now it's it's the Hulk, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. When you're talking coasters at Universal, forget Rip Ride Rocket, forget the Mile. It's the Incredible Hulk. So that geographically speaking, that will take us to the next attraction, which you can see at points from the queue of the Incredible Hulk coaster, and that I know is one of Rhino's personal favorites, and that is the X-Men ride, no. otherwise known as Storm, Storm Force Accelatron. Yeah. Oh, you really trailed off at the end there. I, well, because I thought it was Accelerator. <laughs> and then, oh, no, no. So this one is, it's themed after our main our main girl there. Storm. <laughs> How did you guess? Storm. Because it's in the name, Storm Force. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read the official Universal uh status on this because i think it's i think it's fun the evil magneto is at it again he's plotting to take over the world and the x-men are first on his list but professor xavier and storm have a plan that just might work if she can harness enough thunder and lightning she can blast magneto into oblivion but she needs your help board the professor's power generator and spin the wheel as fast as you can the faster you go the more thunder and lightning you'll create the fate of the planet it's literally in your hands. Jeez, that is a description for what is essentially the bucket. Yeah, <laughs> <T-go>. like what? <laughs> I, hey, I think some guy was like, just yes, got it. I will always say one of 
one of my things about Universal, I don't know if it was like this before the Wizarding World started or if it was afterwards, but once the Wizarding World came around, at least, they realized that they need to take this stuff seriously when they're talking about theming and everything needs to have a true story and a true background. So that way, the 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 workers, the, the team members have a story to be able to theme as part of with this and that's that's a good story to do it so uh it's ridiculous but it is a story nonetheless i mean you go on peter pan's flight what's the story to that what's the theming you do with that just the movie exactly doesn't have a good flight yeah Um, oh look at that thing it's missing a little paint have a good flight but with this you can be like hey guys get out there help the x-men help storm boom 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 boom. that's like my impression of the music but that's not really the music (laughs) Yeah, I do have the music somewhere. You do. You got that CD. I, I need to that, still yeah. rip it from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to put it on, and then I need to take it, or I can I can rip it. We figure out those details. Just off I the show. give you. I'll just give you the CD to borrow. Yeah, that that works. <laughs> That's good. It's good stuff there. So Don't yeah, tell the FBI. <laughs> it should be on Apple Music, and it's not stupid but anyway stormforce Acceleron, as rhino just said it's literally it's your your spinning ride and not a spinning roller coaster it's they go to a disney park it's the the mad tea party so uh not very exciting but at the same time it does it it does it occupies a small footprint where you can't put a lot of other stuff and people do ride it, so uh, I'm, I can't really complain too much about it in that sense. So it's not really affecting my life by being there. I'm never going to go on it. I don't even like doing Mad Tea Party, but Just, no, I, I don't like any spinny things. Yeah, if I won't do Mad Tea, actually, I lied. I will do Mad Tea Party out in Disneyland because it's just a, it just looks cool. cool. I mean, yeah. I like watching it at night when the lights are on and it's uh, uncovered and it's cool. I do like doing that one. I don't like doing ours. Ours is just crappy and cheap but Stormforce Acceltron it's a big it gets a pass from me it gets a it gets a day in the park with Barney pass like it's no Mr. Peekaboo yeah Mr. If, Mr. <laughs> Professor Xavier boo. sorry sorry if anything Barney's better because Barney does have Mr. Peekaboo so <laughs> and thank you to everyone out there who helped us with the correct pronunciation of Mr. Peekaboo's middle name what was it as <laughs> Ready for oh, great. <laughs> and the sad part is people wrote out phonetically how to say it, like oh, Aloysius. <laughs> Apparently, Aloysius. Is it no. like from that song? Uh, Aloysius. Uh, I think that's what it was. Apparently, it's, it's apparently it's popular basketball player Patrick Ewing's middle name as well, too. So uh, there you go. Someone was really Indiana. upset about that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyway. So let's move on from Stormforce Acceleron. I'm done with that. Another attraction here that Rhino probably hasn't ever done before, despite his love. If you ask anyone out there what the three best Marvel movies ever made were, if you ask Rhino, he will tell you. I'll slap you right. He will tell you it you is <laughs> the Fantastic Four, oh, the Fantastic Four, Silver, Rise, Rise of the, the Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer, and then the reboot of Fantastic Four. Because Rhino is all about that Fantastic Four. I hate the Fantastic Four. I don't like it as a property. I am not a fan. 
that bull. He walks around acting like Michael B. Jordan in Fantastic Four. The oh, I, I was actually going to say the Human Torch too. So and it's be, funny. And before that, he always walked around acting like the Human Torch, aka Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. So uh, he's kind of what you would call a fan of the Fantastic Four film series. Uh, definitely his favorite thing that Fox has ever produced mm. ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I just mentioned the Fantastic Four like six times. What do we get from the Fantastic Four here? Garbage. Oh, you're being harsh. It's not garbage. It's your stereotypical theme park attraction. Dr. Doom's Doomsday Fall. I don't know what the, it's called. <laughs> Dr. Doom's Fear Fall. I'm just going to make up names for everything. I will disagree with you on this one. It is not just your average. You like it because it does the parachute fall? I actually do. And it is Rhino is... Talking about this, it is, well, not really spoiling (laughs) it. We're going to get to it anyways. You will see this also from many places uh, all around Universal, as well as just right in, I believe it's in some of the the logo work as well I was just going to say, it's in the skyline. But it is two towers. It is um, your, it's not a drop ride because it is the anti-drop ride. You know, you're so used to going to to Disney and going to Tower of Terror and being dropped and go back up and drop and that. Uh, But at other smaller theme parks, you know, uh, I'll give another shout out to my home park at Kennywood. We had the, we had the um, pitfall and that's one that just takes you up and then you sit there and wait three for three clicks. And then once you hear that third click, then it drops you. Uh, I know at Knott's Berry Farm, they have their, their version of it too that i believe one of the towers does what this does but instead of just taking you up and dropping you dr doom is going to extract your fear by blasting you straight up in the air and i don't like the drop rides like i just mentioned with the one that was at kennywood i hated that time when you would go up and you would just be sitting there and waiting and oh, yeah, waiting, the anticipation kills me. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I don't like heights. Also, that girl got her legs chopped off, or yeah. the feet chopped off. I, rides. Yeah, I, I hate heights. I hate heights. I, st- I mean, I can, even if I'm strapped in, I feel a little bit better, but I hate the, the knowing that if this doesn't drop, then what are they going to do to get me down? So this, I actually really love it because instead of the dropping, they shoot you up in the air 185 feet and then you just have a nice slow little bounce down and you get to take in some views along Mm. the way. But Mm. basically uh, with the the story of this ride, again, it's kind of cool because this isn't a Fantastic Four ride. This is a Doctor Doom ride. So you go to the Latveria Embassy and Doctor Doom through the queue tells you his plan of uh how he is going to use his machine that sucks the fear out of people and that's what he wants to use it against the fantastic four use his weapon why would you suck the fear out of somebody then they'd be fearless and then they would attack you and then the fantastic four would be more powerful well no where do you get his phd i i don't know but He's going to suck the fear out of us, and then the fear he collects, he can use it as a weapon against Oh, there Fantastic it is. Okay, Four. to make yeah. them more scared. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. so the more you are afraid, the more you will... Uh, the more you will hurt the Fantastic Four down the line. So, if you didn't like the movies... Be afraid. to think about. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I personally like this. It's also a place, if you're looking for that classic uh, Marvel 90s feel, 
uh, the queue features a lot of videos with that whole style. And it's actually, it sets up the story of the ride pretty well. And it's really fun. Very similar to like a lot of the Q videos that they have in Spider-Man as well too. So I, I personally, uh, you might hate heights and stuff. I've never done it because you hate heights. Yeah. Cause I'm afraid. Yeah. I think, I think this is a great attraction. So walking away, one of us likes it. The other one doesn't, you're going to obviously go with my opinion clearly because <laughs> I have the right opinion on this, but after we're done with that, we will move on to the main show, what Rhino alluded to earlier. Walter J. Spitterman. Yes. Uh, yeah, The Amazing... What's, what's it officially called? The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. Yes. Um, and it's in that style. I would say it's in the spitting image style of the Fox uh, 90s cartoon show, for sure. Even though it's not the same voices, so don't be surprised. I will, I, will, I will take a step back from that. It is, like I said about the Hulk... Uh, uh, even further back, I believe it was around 2012. When, uh, they, when they put it in HD? Exactly, yeah. yeah. They did a full upgrade on the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. They took it from uh, regular projectors right? and hand-drawn animation, and they completely redid it in uh, in 4K, high-definition, mm-hmm. uh, just beautiful, beautiful 3D all throughout oh, it. it looks and excellent, redid yeah. it completely digitally, and it... It was a much needed upgrade because of what was coming in the future. What you know, Transformers obviously was. Uh, I think it was all. It would have already been out at that point in Singapore, and either close or already on the way with Hollywood, and then uh, Orlando. Blah 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 blah. You don't care about those details, but it was necessary. That's the way technology was going. People talk about the screens, but it's like it's screens with like the physical atmosphere around you. So Doc Ock shoots at you with the levitation ray, which like hits something behind you, which starts floating and you're moving around. Or when my favorite part of this attraction is when Spider-Man is fighting the uh, the Hobgoblin at the the bridge and he, he misses one of the. Uh, pumpkin bombs and he like goes to grab it and he misses and it hits the thing above you yeah. and the thing explodes i just think that's the coolest thing ever because it just it really does make you feel in and out of it and then when you're swooping up and you don't know are you moving is the room moving i don't know what's happening well and that will uh that will actually take us to what the ride actually is so uh because we didn't say that and maybe you still don't know maybe you didn't watch all those travel channel specials i mean this is the ride that essentially put universal on the map in my opinion yeah while stuff while people knew about classics like jaws back to the future this was innovation yeah this was like oh crap universal can yeah. can build stuff and it got pushed around a long time and it still deserves it to this day i don't care if transformers is just a ripoff of the same ride system with different videos it's they are two Transform- separate experiences and i don't think transformers does it as well as spider-man does it i don't think it uses utilize it does stuff in different ways and it's cool i'm not saying it's not cool i'm just saying that spider-man uses the right amount of like physical props as well and i don't think transformers does that as much but but i will say that um i lost my train of thought oh uh that um when people talk about flights of passage at animal kingdom i mean it's fine but this is more than that for me like this actually feels like you're fusing together real life with the ride with everything involved like i'm on the actual adventure with spider-man And so you basically, Spider-Man, the Sinister Six is breaking out 
uh, of wherever they were. They might have already been out, but their next plan is to uh, it's to take over the Statue of Liberty and uh, kidnap the Statue of Liberty. In fact, I think they're selling it or holding it ransom or something. Yeah. Well. It's all the – sorry, I think I said the Sinister Six, the Sinister Syndicate. Yeah, I know. I, which I, is the Sinister Six. I always thought six. it was weird. Blah, blah, blah. They, the, the weird things they yeah. chose to do. There's a couple of like, hmm, but, who, chose, who chose the Spider Woman to be in here? She does nothing. Yeah. Essentially, though, stealing the Statue of Liberty and Spider-Man has to stop them with it. And so we're going to help out by going out in our scoops, our daily scoop yeah. vehicles. And uh, scoop. so Joe J. Jonah Jameson needs the scoop. That's what you learn in the, in the pre-show as you're going through the line that he, he wants the, wants the headlines on it. So you're going out there with Spider-Man to try to get the story. And along the way you see, you see those villains uh, trying to, Spider-Man's fighting them, and you're also getting in on the game, too. Spider-Man, it's a moving motion simulator, uh, so you're in your scoop vehicles, three rows, four in each in each, uh, for each row, and so 12 people it holds, moves around all through the ride track. It points Spider-Man, because you're using 3D glasses for it, Spider-Man will actually jump on the front of your car, mm. and at, at one point... Um, you feel it move? Whoa. Yeah, you do. I'm trying to think of uh, which character does it in the ride. I can't remember. But the Shocker. Takes yeah, the, the Shocker. Thank you. Zaps the thing. Yeah, and zaps not, you. Not Shocker. Electro. It's Electro. Okay. Shocker has the things on his fists, and he punches. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's the villains are interacting directly with you. Like Rhino said, it's a mix of of both physical props as well as the 3d the the point where doc ox uh, zaps you with the anti-gravity gun and you just start you feel like you're moving up but you don't you haven't left the floor at all it is one of the most brilliant moments in a ride ever it just it feels so freaking real just I I'm still stunned every time I do it. I know how it's done, and you can you can pay enough attention to see how it's done. But it just it still works out so well. It is it is amazing, and one of the best parts about it is as you're going through, you have to play uh, spot Stanley because he's oh yeah, if it were a drink, drinking game, you would be rushed to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, he's basically in like every scene. He'll pop up, and you might only notice one or two, but it's it's still. Look out for him. It's it's a really, it, it, like I said, I'm I've said on the show before. I am all about Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. In my opinion, that is the best, the best attraction at Islands of Adventure, the best theme park attraction. Period. But the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man is without a doubt my number two. It is definitely the second best attraction in the park, and I would argue that it's the second best attraction as well anywhere so uh just just a really really solid ride all throughout and i love it yes so those are the four attractions that you have at marvel superhero island 
of Islands of Adventure. The only other thing I will mention, not an attraction. Obviously, we're not talking about the food in this. Like we didn't talk about that in Kid Zone. We didn't talk about Cafe Four. We're not. We're not talking about. Uh, we'll talk about those when we show. go eat there. Yeah, we'll we'll do that when we do eat there and do those later. But I just wanted to mention the characters, though. And we talked about uh, way back before Christmas about the Marvel character dinner buffet that happens in Cafe 4 that we still will get out to. We'll still get out there and do it at some point. But I wanted to mention the characters because that is kind of an extra added attraction in there throughout the day is based on availability. Obviously, you have the chance to meet Spider-Man, Captain America, Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, Rogue, Doctor Doom, and the Green Goblin. So I... I think it's it definitely, if you are a fan of these characters, go out of your way to meet the characters. They do not always look the greatest. I will not lie to you about that. I don't care for the, for the, uh, the Spider-Man usually looks good. Uh, it's the Cyclops. I don't know why they chose the design they chose. Not in love with it. And then Wolverine sometimes is like, yeah. like you should be t- bigger arms and a little bit older. But Spider-Man's usually done well. Um, I, again, Dr. Doom and Green Goblin, they also wear masks, so done a little bit more well, but I, I think it's something, it's, it's another added bonus to all of it. It's so. also cool. You're never going to meet those characters anywhere else around here on this side yeah. of the Mississippi. Yeah. On this side of the Mississippi, you won't get those characters, but that is Marvel superhero Island for you. So, uh, Rhino, any thoughts on it? Good good overall? Wish they would change more? Wish they'd do something else? Or? I wish they would up the food game. Well, I actually, you know what? I can't even say that. I haven't actually eaten there. That was rude of me to just start saying okay. that randomly. But okay. um, no, I enjoy it. I think it has some cool merchandise in there. I think it's got, like I said, one of my favorite attractions, if not the best attraction. Um, that or or Forbidden Journey, one of the two. But um, I, I, I think it, I, I kind of hope it slowly gets like little makeovers as it goes. That's all, yeah. you know, like the Hulk got the refurb Spider-Man got the thing and like maybe make that tone a little more consistent, but I think it's a must do play. I mean, I honestly, I think it's one of the reasons, I mean, you got Harry Potter. It just Marvel is like the solidification of why yep. you should go to islands of adventure too. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it's, I, I think it's a standout place and Marvel superhero Island. So, uh, really, with the exception of Storm Force Exceltron, I think everything is an absolute winner with it. Spider-Man's great. The Hulk, if you like coasters, that's great. Doctor Doom's Fearfall, that's my type of, of drop attraction since it shoots you up. Lots of good things to say about it. So, uh, But, of course, we want to hear what you have to say about Marvel Superhero Island. I just don't want to hear comments from Disney fans saying they need to just close it down already so yeah, it can come over to Disney. I'm sorry, unless they buy the rights to use The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. I, yeah, I, I don't want that ride to ever go away. Yeah, I I would be hard-pressed. I know Disney has the potential to do great things and amazing things, but The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man is one of the most fantastic rides anywhere ever. So um, I, Universal is doing right. The Hulk is a great roller coaster. They are doing things right. So, But we do want to read your comments and hear what you have to say about Marvel Superhero Island. So please leave them below. Hit that thumbs up if you like this. And always remember to subscribe. So that's going to do it for this episode. Rhino, thank you so much for having a conversation with me about it. Mm-hmm, you're welcome. And thank you, everyone out there who listened and watched to this. We really do appreciate it. And, of course, if you need more information, head over to disunplug.com. You'll find links uh, to stuff as well as our social media pages, Facebook, 
Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And also, of course, if you – I already went over YouTube, but if you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure you subscribe and you rate and review us on there. But, yeah, again – Leave us those comments. Want to see it on YouTube. We we had a fun time doing this episode. I'm going to speak for myself and Rhino. And unfortunately, this will be our last episode now until two weeks from now. We will not have a show next week. We will be in Italy, unable to get a show up for you there. So there will be other Disney World-related material going up the entire week, just not a universal show. So I do apologize for that, but we will be back again the very next week. So don't miss us too much. So thank you again to everyone out there for listening and watching. Uh, We really do appreciate it. And I guess I can't say we'll see you next week. So instead, no resolutions. 